From Wonder Wheel Media in New York, fresh off of a week of vacation and wishing I was still on one, this is Marathon Man, one man's inane journey to train and run a marathon in one year's time. I'm Matt Bogart, and I'm joined with my fiance Jenna Haley, and we're answering your questions today about this training and how my life has turned upside down doing this. You sound so upset. <laughs> I took a week off of running, and I really enjoyed it. Oh, no. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I'm sure it was, but back to reality, buddy. You got a goal to accomplish. Okay. <laughs> and know what? I hope that these caller questions and tweets are going to get you excited again because there are a lot of people rooting for you. To quote Tyra Banks, we're all rooting for you. Do you want to start with the first question? Okay, let's start with the first question. <laughs> Here we go. Voicemail one. Hey, Matt. Joe from Waltham. Uh, huge fan of the podcast. Uh, so my question for you this week was, what's the biggest personal difference you felt since you started training? So nothing relating to actual like physical fitness or anything like that. All right, thanks. Love you. I love that question. <laughs> So, what, like, when he says personal, what do you th what does that mean? What do you think? For example, are you seeing daily habits? Are you more focused at work? Well, I guess, okay, nothing physical. I do have to schedule better. So I have to be very aware of schedule and timing. And I recently, my hours recently changed at work. So one of the biggest hurdles I have to face is figuring out how I can run in the morning. So I'm more aware of uh, time I, I need to set aside. So I guess scheduling is the biggest personal improvement I've So you've taken seen a away. change in your productivity. I wouldn't even say productivity. It's just like I have to set certain time aside and I have to be here at a certain time, et cetera, et cetera. So you're more stressed than you were before. Yeah. If anything, I'm less productive because I'm worried about making time. So I'm like, I'll just push this back for an hour. <laughs> So I've become somewhat lazier, but at the same time, my scheduling has been much better. I mean, something I've seen you do personally is I think you're thinking twice before you eat something if you have a run coming. coming yes, up, this is true. Which I think is really good. I learned the hard way that you shouldn't eat pizza while running. <laughs> while yeah. running? Well, like <laughs> one day, one day I like ran quite far and i'm like i deserve a pizza my halfway coming back and i was like yeah this is a good idea and then like i don't know what happened 10 minutes into it but i was really hurting something tells me the devil on your shoulder is much louder than the angel well when we were cleaning up the apartment remember you found like a, a pizza menu and you're like what's this doing here and yes. i'm like oh i don't know i've never been in that pizzeria <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> Tell me I that. know. I was very, I was ashamed. <laughs> I was jealous. I was like, where'd you get this? You went somewhere without me? <laughs> but yes, I would say, okay, so besides physical, which I think is a great question, mm -hmm. mentally, you're thinking much more about how you're spending your time. Yeah. And kind of rethinking about your fuel choices. This is good. This is true. All right. Great job. Thanks, Joey, for the question. Voicemail number two. Hey, Matt. This is Barry.
Gary. I am an avid listener of your podcast, and I have a couple questions for you. Uh, before I ask my question, of course the Cliff Bars are helping you on your run. Yeah. You need carbs. Carbs are good. Carbs are fueling your run. Um, so that's one of my questions is when are you going to get your nutrition uh, under control? Because I think that's going to help you a lot. My second question is um, – after all of this is over, what's your plan? Are you going to continue to run since you don't seem to like it very much? Do you have other <laughs> fitness goals? Are you going to go back to being couch potato? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, can't wait to hear more. Good luck. Great question, Barry. So the first question was two parts. First one, mention that you're enjoying those cliff bars and they're helping you run. And yeah. Of course they are because carbs are fueling your run. So the question is, when are you seeing that nutritionist? I keep putting it off with everything else, and- <laughs> uh, but I definitely, I definitely should see one. Considering I thought it would be a wise choice to have a slice of pizza halfway through a run because yes. I made a breakthrough and I thought I deserved a treat. <laughs> so I think that'll be sooner than later. And um, what was the second question? Second question was, do you see yourself continuing to run after you complete this marathon, seeing as you don't seem to like it very much? I think there's going to be a point where I kind of like it, or that's what I'm telling myself, so I just keep doing Death. this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. If only I could run again. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's what I'm going to... I think there's going to be like something I like doing. Okay. Or it's just like maybe I'll enjoy the time away from things while running. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I can take a hint. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, it, I don't know, like when I'm running, that's all I'm doing. I'm not worried about anything from work or people getting in touch with me. Like it's just me trying to like zone out. So similar to what you learned during the hypnosis session. Yes. Interesting. So you think it's possible when you learn to enjoy running that you will continue to run post-marathon. I think so. If you can ever walk again. Yeah. (laughs) We shall see. Uh, I'll probably try and keep running, but not in this, at like an enjoyable pace. What's the pace now? (sighs) It's like (laughs) over and done with is the pace now. Well, that's great to hear that you can possibly see yourself continuing to run, mm-hmm. especially after a week off. That's good to hear. Are you ready for the next yeah. voicemail? All right. Voicemail number three. Hi, I'm Aaron Bogart, and I want to know what is your favorite Simpsons episode between seasons one and nine before they change that to producers? Okay, this is something I know nothing about. What is your favorite Simpsons episode between seasons 29 before they changed producers? I I think he's uh he's confused. <laughs> uh I think he's just trying to show off how cool he is by knowing that they changed producers, but and also what does he say? And I want to know what is your favorite Simpsons episode? Between seasons one and nine, before they change that to producers. Aaron wants to know your favorite Simpsons episode between seasons, what is it? One through nine. And that's before they change producers. Well, Aaron's wrong because they change producers several times during <laughs> one through nine. 
So I'm not going to answer this question oh because it's God. a loaded question. <laughs> uh, but of course, I would have to say the monorail episode. I love the monorail episode. That is beautiful. All Thank right. you for calling, Aaron. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Since we're talking about The Simpsons, I have another question from David I in New York City. David I tell. Yes. David wants to know, and I know the answer to this one, has a Simpsons episode ever made you cry? Oh, yeah. Way too many times to- Many uh, times. Way too many times to feel comfortable admitting to uh, which episodes and why. But yeah, I like all the- I like Homer's is it like triple bypass made me cry. Uh, Maggie's first words made me cry. The Lisa episode made me cry. What is the Lisa episode? When she goes back in time? Yeah, when she goes back. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one made me kind of cry, too. Wow, aren't you proud of me Yeah, because there's several Lisa episodes. (laughs) I'm always a good cry for a Lisa episode. Do It For Her was a good one. That that one made me cry, I will say. The others just made me cry because I said, I can't believe I'm still made to watch this after all these years. Yep. (laughs) Thank you, David, for the question. Let's go to another voicemail. Hey, Matt, it's Aaron. Um, I saw your tweet about asking questions uh, for the podcast. And I want to tell you I'm listening and I'm really enjoying following your journey. You're doing an excellent job. And I'm into it, man. I'm rooting for you. My question questions for you are, I want to know how often do you visualize yourself crossing the finish line? Because if I were you, I would probably be doing it every day i want to know what's that look like if and when you do how do you picture yourself crossing the finish line what's it look like and finally what are you going to drink what kind of alcohol what's the celebratory (laughs) drink that's what i need to know all right man good luck to you i'm going to keep listening you're the best oh thanks aaron (laughs) uh so First question he asks is, do I ever envision myself crossing the finish line? That's an excellent question. Do you ever do that? Uh, Well, like if I'm running and I need to get like from point A to point B, I'll like picture the finish line like ahead of me. So I just, you know, have to like run through it. Uh, But I, I'm never like, oh, yeah, the you know, the, the marathon finish line. I'm not at that point yet, but I do use that tactic while jogging to like keep me going. I think that's great. Yeah, and I try to like run through it. And yeah, that really keeps me uh, on my toes. I love that. That is perfect. Aaron asked another part of that question, which I thought was interesting. He was saying, you know, what does that look like? You crossing the finish line. So although you've pictured yourself a couple of times running towards it. I wish everyone could see you mimic running. (laughs) It looks so much fun when you do it. How do you picture, what does that look like? Do you look in your mind? Do you energize crossing the finish line? Are you exhausted? Are you walking? Are you crawling? Wow. And this is like the the hypnosis thing again, like where you visualize yourself doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just see myself powering through it. Okay. Like I'm exhausted, but I'm at the point where it's over. I just have to get on with it. I see. Yeah. And then- where do you see yourself walking to to get a drink in Boston when you cross the line? Nowhere. I see you getting some pho. Oh, you mean eating? Yeah. Like, oh, you're, so you're asking what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to eat or drink right after? Right. 
I have no idea. You see me when I get home. I, I don't want to do anything except shower. <laughs> I can't imagine having an alcoholic drink or eating a lot of food. Some people go right to a beer. I know. You don't see yourself doing that? Not yet. No what I, honestly, because I picture this. I envision you crossing a finish line all the time. And I see myself screaming and cheering for you and crying. You crossing and then doing that thing where I'm super excited. I'm trying to look into your eyes, but you're not there. <laughs> Meaning that like you'll be then so Then they take out me to the it. hospital. <laughs> They're like, he's been dead for two hours. (laughs) No, but I picture you being in that mode where you're like so exhausted that you just need to sit down and relax. But then I picture you a few hours later being like totally psyched and proud you did it. Do I act like that? I'm trying to think why I know that look on your face. Yeah, partly sometimes when you come home from running, I'm just like, hey, do you want me to make dinner or something? And you're just like staring at me and speaking with your eyes. And I just go, guess not. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but I envision it all the time. Want to hear the next one? Yes. Here we go. Hey, Marathon Man. I just had a couple questions for you. You know, first of all, I wanted to congratulate you on your progress so far. It's been awesome, uh, you know, getting to hear you on a week to week basis. Um, so, first question would be, you know, physically, what sort of you know, changes have you experienced since you introduced running to your regimen? Um, so, you know, have you lost any weight? Are you feeling like you're less tired? So, you know, good, bad, and the ugly there. Um, and then just kind of out of curiosity, when you're running, um, do you have a, like, specific playlist that you listen to, or are you more of a podcast guy? Um, so looking forward to, to hearing what you got to say. Thanks. Great question. Okay, so first part, any physical changes? We talked about the mental changes. Have you seen any physical changes? I'm curious. People say that I, I've I've trimmed down a little. Yes. My family noticed they said you look healthier. I think so. I think you're walking better, if that makes sense. I we, think my, my lower back is uh, constantly sore, so maybe that's why. Oh. <laughs> so, yes, you're seeing changes. Yes, I you're am. You're motivated to keep going? Yes. Okay. Part two of the question, which is a very interesting question because I've wondered this too. When you're running, do you have like a go-to podcast, a go-to album? Do you have a playlist? What do you do to get yourself to look forward to running? I just listen to a lot of hip hop because I feel that the bass lines are good, the beats are steady, and it's easy to syncopate my run too. Beastie Boys? Uh, I've listened to Beastie Boys. I really like... uh, this trip hop mix from the Silicon Valley show and uh, most deaf I was listening to last week, Tribe Called Quest, and a couple of others. All right, ready for another voicemail? Here we go. Hey, Matt, it's uh, your buddy Tom. Uh, I have to be a little quiet. I'm in a theater right now. I'm seeing the nut job too, Nutty by Nature. <laughs> uh, don't worry about that. I just want to tell you how great job you're doing. I think your podcast is awesome. You're doing such a great job. I'm really excited to see what you have next. Oh, oh man. Oh, you just missed it. So the squirrel told the other squirrel, don't touch my nuts. Oh, it's really funny. Anyways, you're doing a great job. I think you're doing this every week. You've got so many good ideas to do with running. And I think you're doing really good just overall. Just like your running style is really improving overall. I'm really excited. Oh, oh no. Okay, so the squirrel just went into his tree and there's a sign on the tree that says, 
you don't have to be nuts to live here, but it helps. Oh man, this is uh, this is getting good. Anyway, sorry, uh, you're doing an awesome job. <laughs> I'm really excited to see what you're doing every week. You're doing something new, and there's always something great to be seen. Oh, oh. Okay, so the squirrel just walked in to a hardware store because it was a sign that says free nuts, but it was the other kind of nuts, like nuts and bolts. Oh man, this is so funny. Oh, sorry, I. Someone's throwing popcorn at me in the back. Hold on. I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> Are you going to use that? I think, I don't know, because that is, that is quite long. But I'm very happy he called in during the nut job, too. <laughs> Thank you for calling, Tom. And I hope uh, you enjoyed the nut job, too, as much as I enjoyed that phone call. <laughs> All right, let's hear another voicemail. Hey, Matt. It's Jared your former college roommate, Aww. and regardless of what Jenna may say on the matter, your unrivaled roommate for life. And I'm calling <laughs> because I wanted to say I think it's awesome what you're doing. I wish you the best of luck, and I hope you know that uh, between this and your job with Sirius, I, uh, I really do think you're an inspiration, and it's great to see your success and uh, all the amazing things you're doing. And my question for you today is I'm wondering how you're doing physically, Obviously, I know the mental uh, hurdles you have to overcome. I'm just wondering how you're feeling. Do you feel like uh, your body is going to just uh, fall apart at any moment's notice, or do you, you're, you feel like a new uh, new human being? I have a friend who does uh, like ultra marathons and stuff like that, and all he does all the time to me is tell me how much back hurts, this hurts, that hurts, and I just like uh, feel like uh, any minute now he's just going to fall to pieces. But uh, he keeps going and doing amazing things, so uh, I'm sure you're going to do the same as well. But like I said, just wondering, uh, you know, if you're starting to feel it yet or, or you feel good. So anyway, best of luck, and uh, hope you know that uh, Kelly and myself were rooting for you. And uh, like I said, we think it's fantastic. So hope to uh, see you uh, run some super long distances soon. All right? Talk to you <laughs> soon, Matt. Bye. That is so sweet. Yeah, thank you, Jared. Okay, so still, see, I don't think you're telling people enough about the physical changes. So we just got back from Seattle. We did a lot of walking like we do in New York. You Except it was very hilly. It There were so many hills. Yeah, it was very hilly. But did you, physically just walking around, did you feel a difference? No, because it was just walking. I didn't. I didn't notice anything. I didn't get out of breath, but did we, did we walk that much? When we went up hills, I was like, I'd never walked up a hill before like that. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, Mom, we're in the middle of recording Matt's podcast. Oh, all right. Good night. Wait, wait. It's a call-in episode. Do you have a question for Matt? How is he doing? <laughs> I'm alive. Thank you for asking. He's alive. Do you have any other questions about his running style, his inspiration to do the Boston Marathon? No. He's crazy. (laughs) Why do you think he's crazy? Uh, It's a big commitment. It's a lot of work. It is a big commitment. Do you think he should still do it? Absolutely. There we go. Will you make him I pasta have, for I when he no crosses? She has no plans that weekend. Perfect. Will you make him pasta when he goes across the finish line? Uh, aren't you supposed to eat it before? No, this is true. Perfect. Even better. 
Yes, I will. Perfect. There you go, Matt. There's your inspiration. Thank you, Anita. <laughs> All right, Mom. I love you. I'll call you tomorrow. Good night. I love you. Okay, Bye, Mom. Well, that was exciting. So exciting. So as we were talking. <laughs> so, yeah, I like my body's not in that much pain. Like my knees feel good. My my feet feel good on some like on some days my feet kill. Uh, it's just my back. And I think I just have to do like yoga and stretch it out. OK, so you do to answer Jared's question. You do feel the need to continue making some physical changes. Yeah. You're not exactly... For example, a lot of people have asked you about your physical changes. Yeah. You haven't really said, I'm feeling great. (laughs) So... Like Tony the Tiger? Right. I'm feeling great. (laughs) So... Can you do that as Al Pacino? I'm feeling great. You asked me to do something that you clearly wanted. Uh, well, to no do. one could hear see that you nodded no, and then you pointed. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> I didn't even realize. I oh did yeah. That. So physically, you feel like there's more you need to do. Yeah. And then, did you say you wanted to run in the morning? I, I'm gonna have to start running in the morning. I would like to be working out in the morning again as well. So I think got a little idea here yeah a little tango and cash action let's do it together oh yeah that sounds like a lot of fun on the next podcast <laughs> jenna and i are no longer together <laughs> first the marie Kondo stuff and now working out together <laughs> oh no don't say that ready for another voice i'm ready for another one all right here we go hey bogart it's lauren uh, so my question for you is, have you noticed any changes mentally or physically since you started training that you weren't expecting? So not just like getting in shape and feeling accomplished, but any other random things that you didn't expect? Looking forward to hearing the answers. Ooh. Okay. So what were the unexpected changes? Unexpected changes would have to be, let me think. Uh... Trying new pizza places. Trying new pizza places while <laughs> running. That was an unexpected change. And every time I run like a different route, I always see places I want to eat at, which is kind of counterintuitive to what I'm doing. Uh, unexpected changes. I would have to say that I consciously drink a lot more water during the day oh, now. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, and like I used to just like drink seltzer water here and there. And iced coffee, but now I really have to pay attention to how much water I'm drinking so I can stay hydrated and That's run great. further. Yeah. That's really great. Speaking of which, David from New York had a really great question I liked, which is, what's the most interesting, funny, or bizarre thing you've seen on a run? Huh. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess I saw Jonah Hill on a city bike, and he... <laughs> And he saw me adjust myself. <laughs> so what was the most interesting thing Jonah Hill saw on a city bike would be me doing that. This is Gen- where you can enter the door sound of me walking out of the room. <laughs> Next voicemail. Hey, Matt. It's Maria. Um, my question for you is, 
How do you plan on carb loading the night before the marathon? What will you have on your dinner plate on Sunday night as you prepare for a Monday morning run? Okay, so this is a question you might be excited to answer. What do you want to eat the night before the run? According to Charlotte, my trainer, you're supposed to carbo load not the night before, but two nights before. And it's probably just going to be pasta with olive oil and uh, some salt and pepper so I don't get reflux while running. Because I would rather have coffee because if I don't have coffee, I'll get a headache during the day as opposed to tomato sauce because usually uh, tomato sauce and coffee will cause heartburn. And homie don't want that when he's got to run 26.2 miles. So simple yet dense carbs. It's the most rational you've ever sounded. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jenna, what do I like to have for breakfast if I'm making breakfast? Usually some type of leftover dinner with an egg on top. Uh Because then it's, to quote you, now it's breakfast. But usually it's spaghetti, right? Like that's my favorite. With an egg. Yeah, spaghetti with an egg. You're sick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have a question for you. What's up? Is there a habit you see yourself giving up while taking on running more aggressively? Well, I really, I mean, I wasn't a big drinker, but I I would like have a beer or two beers or a, a drink maybe like once a week to twice a week. And I really had to curb that. So that's like one thing. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've had like a six pack of beer, like, you know, in the kitchen and i haven't even touched one and since i've been running no it's i haven't noticed because it's surrounded by the other food items you buy and don't eat so well like what like what do i buy and i don't eat i don't know a bunch of things when you go get vietnamese food with doug that you just put in my refrigerator and then i can't find anything but all the food you don't eat next voicemail (laughs) hey matt it's maria Many marathon spectators hold signs to encourage the runners, and I plan on making you a sign to encourage you to keep on going to that finish line. What do you want me to have written on your sign? This question gave me chills. Really? Yes, that's my sister Maria. I know how seriously she takes the Boston Marathon. Uh Uh-huh. So I wonder, too, what would you want written on your sign? That's a good question. Do people make requests on what they want on their sign? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I would definitely say, if anything, you'd probably want to be surprised. Do you have any gimmicks or something you want to wear while you're running? I remember last year we saw someone dressed as Forrest Gump. Oh, that was amazing. And I yelled on cue, run, Forrest, run. And I got a huge thumbs up. So people wear different costumes. Some people have... Signs. Are you going to write your name on your shirt so people call your name? Uh, no. Why? I don't know. You're crazy. That was the my favorite part of watching the Boston Marathon. Remember I got a migraine because I was so focused on anyone who had their name written across their chest. I would just scream their name. Oh, you know what? I'm making you a jersey that says your name on it front and back so everyone's cheering for you. I wanted to run in like a warrior's vest like in the movie, but I have a feeling it's going to be way too heavy. You can make it work. You can make it out of those like reflector material that like paper thin plastic. 
And then I have a feeling it's going to really chafe my nips. Okay, so it looks like those are all the callers for today. <laughs> you are making this a rated R podcast. Well, uh, uh, why? Because. Chafe? Nips was more the problem than chafe. How is that a... Giving the silent treatment. <laughs> is that all of them? Wow. We really ran through them. There were a lot of questions about how I'm doing physically. Yes, because you don't talk about it enough. Episode one, you ripped yourself to shreds, and now you're like, okay, I ran again, and I got pizza. It's like, come on, man. You want to make a change. What have you seen so far? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I really have to get in better shape faster better mood what do you mean better mood oops <laughs> what do you mean better shape? like faster? i just like i'm making progress but it's not like going as fast as i want it to i think you gotta do the 360 approach i think we have to incorporate the food the sleep and the working out is that an oprahism uh no i think it's a weight watchersism so yeah technically <laughs> Really, three things you gotta attack it from all angles. Yeah. So does everyone in this world, by the way. Like so many people, there's always an area of your life that you're like, I could be doing more here. And it's a lot of work, it's a lot of focus, but I think you can do it. Okay. Well, thank you, Jenna. And thanks everyone for calling and leaving a voicemail that and sending so messages. Great. That was so much fun. That was awesome. I'm like still in awe that so many people participated. And so. support you. You should yeah. feel totally loved. I do. Thank you, Jenna. <laughs> So I guess that's it for this episode of Marathon Man. Uh, Jenna, thanks again for playing the voicemails. That Thank was a lot you. of fun. I love listening to your voicemails <laughs> when you're not around. I mean, when you're right here. Uh, if you like the show, please share it with a friend. Remember, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to the show. Hey, that was good. Thank you. Jenna, where can they follow me on Instagram? On Instagram, they can follow you at MarathonManPod. And what about on Twitter? On Twitter, they can follow you at Matthew underscore Bogart. And what can they do on Twitter? Can they send me, like, advice? No advice. Send them Simpson gifs. Boo, 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 boo. Hey, when do new episodes of Marathon Man drop? Every Thursday. Okay. Except for the ones where he's on vacation and isn't running. <laughs> happen for quite some time oh no marathon man is a wonder wheel media production and as jenna said new shows drop every thursday see you next week